0: how great is the goodness of God? How wonderful is the goodness of God? Sometimes we just got to pause in our lives and take some breaths and just begin to think about that, the goodness of God. Sometimes we forget. Sometimes we don't see it because our circumstances or the things that we're going through are maybe difficult or maybe hard. If you just take some time and look really look I think you'll come out and say oh the goodness of God the goodness of God He was with me He does care about me He does love me He does watch over me Thank you Lord Thank you Lord Lord, because you are good, you are faithful, you are the God that loves us, you love each and every one of us. And Lord, you tell us, cast all of our cares upon you, because you care. You care about us. And Lord, as I came into this place, or even before I came to church today, Lord I was just getting prayer requests prayer requests it seemed like everybody I talked to had a prayer request people that were messaging uh, me this morning prayer requests even prayer requests from across the nation where people were messaging us this morning saying would you pray for us Lord not really sure why they were calling on us to say could you pray for us today we need you to pray for us but Lord, we acknowledge that you are the Lord that healeth us. That's who you are. There is healing today in Jesus. And so whether you're watching on my video this morning or on Facebook or whatever way you're watching it this morning or you're here in church today, and maybe you're going through some things that you just need prayer. just want you to know that God is our healer. He is a God who heals. He's a God who delivers. He's a God that can intervene in our lives, whether it's financial, whether it be physical, spiritual. Father, I want to pray for those that are needing healing today in their bodies. Lord, talk to a lot of people in pain today. Father, we just speak thy word, healing. In Jesus' name healing over back pain, healing over pain in her elbows, legs, wherever the pain might be coming from. We just want to speak that healing power. We speak about pain in the heart. Not just physically, but also emotionally. Where there's been hurt, disappointment. I just speak healing. I just speak your peace to come in the name of Jesus we speak peace over fear Lord as we continue to pray for our, our, our region and our, our nation about COVID Father we pray that you would bring a, a stop to this that you would intervene and Lord do something that all of us would sit back and marvel at we pray for our family in Saddle Lake Lord as the uh, I think are around 20 or so folks that are testing positive. Father, we just pray an end to that, that it would stop, it would not spread in the name of Jesus and over good fish, over Coheban, over St. Paul, over this Lakeland region. Father, we just pray that it will not spread in Jesus' name. So, God, we're, we're, we're praying for mercy because, Lord, we're no better than anybody else. So we're crying out and saying, Lord, we believe in your mercy. We believe that you are our healer. You, we believe that you are a divine physician. Lord, I pray for that pastor today that contacted us this morning to say, I really need prayer. Pastor, could you pray for me and my family? And Lord, we just lift up that pastor and his family. I'm not 100% sure, Lord, of what's going on there. But Lord, he's reached out. Say, could you pray? And so, Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus. May healing go forth out of this place, Lord. We've been praying that, Lord, as a church. Lord, we're not not satisfied with what we have. We want more. And one of those areas, we want more, Lord. We want to see more healing. We want to see more people encounter you, God. And that, Lord, as they come to this place or they watch us online, that they don't leave the same way that they came, but they leave changed. If they don't know you, Jesus, that they'll leave knowing you and experiencing you. If they need healing, they'll receive healing. God, whether that's emotional healing, physical healing, spiritual healing, God, you're the healer of all things. You're an authority, God. All authority has been given to you in heaven and on earth. And so, Lord, we're looking to the right individual and we call out to your name today to say, Jesus, we need you. We need your touch to fall upon this place to fall upon our communities, to fall upon this region, to fall upon this nation. Touch us, Lord, today. Bring healing today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. May the healing power of Christ reach out to you today. Matthew 28, 16 to 20. I want to talk about church direction and uh, just some things that we're doing, but also... What God asks us to do. So it says, Then the eleven disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. This here was after his resurrection. And when they saw Jesus, they worshiped him. But some of them still doubted. And Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach them, these new disciples, to obey all the commands I've given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. May the Lord bless His word this morning. Well, this morning I want to share with you some of the things that we've been working on as staff here, as our board of this church Uh, As our district as well, we've been working with our district over these last months of COVID. So we've been keeping pretty active uh, here at the church uh, about doing a lot of things. And we're taking a very serious look of everything that we've been doing as a church. And we've been putting everything out there uh, to to be looked at. And uh, we've been seeking the Lord. We've been seeking godly counsel uh, from our district uh, overseers in this and uh, it reminds me that of when you read the book of Acts, and as it's starting with the book of Acts, they're, they're meeting together and they're appointing another disciple. And, and I like how it says in the word, it says uh, that when it seemed good to them and to the Holy Ghost. And I think that's very, very important that uh, no matter what direction any church goes to, it can't be just man's wisdom that we make decisions on. It needs to be with the Holy Ghost as well. And uh, that's what we've been trying to do. It's certainly been an interesting and a busy journey. Uh, but as pastors and as the board of this church, uh, we want to make this church the best it can be. And uh, so that's what we've been uh, really working on. And the district has been very, very uh, helpful in this. And uh, we've been, they've been coming here, meeting with us, and we've been having our, our COVID meetings where we're all spread out. Uh, even though it's just the board and staff, we take up the whole fellowship hall as we spread out with tables. And anyway, we've been looking at everything, even going back over our vision statements, going over our mission statements, going over our values, going over our programs, going over the things that we're doing. And our, our vision statement, we changed that up a little bit. And basically our vision statement now is declaring that uh, that everyone in this Lakeland region would be invited and welcomed, be a part of this church family. Uh, a short version of that could be just simply we are family, but we want to be a church that welcomes people to be a part of this church family. We're not trying to say we're some elite club or, you know, that only a few people can come here. We want to make sure that we get that message out in our whole region that this is a place that everybody is welcome to come. And uh, so that's an important thing uh, for us to, to say, we, we welcome you to be a part of our church family here, right here at Bethel. And so we keep working on that, wanna do a better job of that. And of course, to do that, we all need to do that job together. Our mission statement, again, changes a a tiny bit, uh, just basically in the wording. And uh, our, our, our mission statement now says, it is to reach out and raise up committed followers of Christ. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to raise up disciples, followers of Jesus Christ, and again, we want to do a better job in that. And when we come to the, the values, we've been looking at all of our values, and of course, they're still consistent with the, uh, the Pentecostal Assemblies of Canada, the fellowship that we belong to. But we've been kind of pushing a number of areas that we really want to focus on. And just to share a few of those uh, there is the, the value where we want people to experience and encounter the presence of God. We really believe that's a game changer Uh, for everybody. That if we can bring uh, an atmosphere here where people encounter and experience the presence of God. We also value generosity. We've always been a generous church. We are not a rich church. We just have ordinary people that give and that are generous and that do step out that we can do good things. And we also value the acceptance of uh, one another as well. With all of our diversity, multiculturalism, multigenerational, and all those things, we we want to say everybody's welcome in this place. And as you look around this church, you'll find that to be true, that we do welcome everybody. We value unity, working together uh, with a bond of love and of peace. We value the Word of God, uh, the teachings of the Bible. We value involvement in getting people to have an all-in attitude. So those are some of the things that we're working on. We just want our church to be the best that it can be. And so we've been kind of going through this process of uh, you know getting as much information as we can and uh, uh, learning, applying, all those kinds of things. The, the tough part's been we're in the middle of COVID, and so you got some great ideas, and can't do some of those ideas until that COVID stuff gets over. But there will be an end to COVID, so uh, we we are we are planning we're planning things ahead, and so we just want to make you aware that we have been doing these things uh, as a church as a congregation. We've been kind of working on some of those exercises. Now back to this passage here of Matthew twenty eight. This is really where we get all these values, our, our missions, our vision. It really comes as you read this portion of scripture that talks about the great commission. And if you look to your Bibles there, you'll see that there's a heading there that actually tells us this is a great commission. And so it's something that's very important that Jesus is telling us. This is something that's important for us as believers, for us as churches to be doing. And we are commissioned by God, all of us, to declare the gospel and to teach people to be disciples of Jesus Christ. And so that's something that's very, very important to us and that we would recognize what the word of God says. And when we built this church, uh, for those that'll remember, when we built this church and we did the foundations, uh, before the foundation got filled in, uh, we went to every corner of this building and, and we put Bibles there. And we, had, we broke up into different groups and we had everybody split up and we went and we prayed blessing uh, of the God of Uh, over our church and that we would be a Bible-based church. And when we did the expansion of where I'm at right now and we pushed back another 20, 30 feet here, uh, when we did that foundation, we did the very same thing. We got out some Bibles and we put some Bibles in the ground and even right in front of me used to be our baptismal tank. And when we cemented that over, uh, again, we put some Bibles in there, we put in some uh, prophetic words in there, we wrote some messages in there. And we stuck that in there before we put that cement down. And so we want to be a Bible-based church. And this morning, as we look at a mission or vision or direction of a church, well, we want to make sure that lines up with the Word of God, because that's what's most important, God's Word. And so I want to share with you part of that great commission as it speaks to us about our mission here as a church and what we should be doing. And the first part of that, I think we miss it a lot. And the first part here is is a statement where it tells us about Jesus. And when it comes to mission uh, of any church, the church needs to be talking about Jesus. Uh, That's who we're to be talking about. That's who is to be important in our lives. And we want to focus on Jesus. We want to focus on who he is. Often when we speak of the Great Commission, we only refer to the part where we're to go to make disciples. Well, disciples of who? Of Jesus. And so Jesus is very, very important to us. And we want to be paying attention to that. Uh, Verses 18, it says, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. And I think we, lots of times, we forget that part of the verse and that part of the commission where it's reminding us, who is Jesus? Who is the one that we are worshiping? And uh, as we see this statement, this is a statement that's telling us that Jesus has all authority. And when he says all, all means all. All authority has been given. There may be others that have some authority, there can be principalities and powers that have some authority, but Jesus is telling us, I have all authority. I am supreme and above all all other authorities in heaven and also on the earth. And so in other words, he's telling us that Jesus is the ultimate one. He is the superior one, the one that is greater than all others. And that's a message that we need to be declaring in our churches, that our God is the superior one. There is none like him. And you know, we, we sometimes, that we forget that Listen, he stands in all authority over all of heaven, all of earth. And sometimes in our minds, because we can't perceive that, we kind of make our Jesus a small Jesus, a little bitty Jesus, something like, you know, one of those little bobblehead Jesus on your car. And sometimes that's as big as our faith is, that it's just a little Jesus. And he's trying to tell us that, listen, don't be speaking about a little Jesus. You need to be speaking about a big Jesus that is all authority, And heaven on the earth. And there is no one like him. He died for our sins. He, He rose again. He conquered death. He ascended to heaven. He sits at the right hand of the Father. And this was all by seen by many, many witnesses, the Bible says. That's who our Jesus is. He is the superior one. He is the truth. He is the life. He is the way. He is the one that we're to teach about. Uh, He's the one we're to tell people about. We're to be out there to say there is no other way to heaven but through Jesus Christ. And I realize that, you know, politically correct, uh, that isn't politically correct at all. And people say, what are you trying to say? Well, that's what we are supposed to say. We are supposed to say that Jesus is the only way to heaven. Now, you can believe anything you want. You can have faith in anything you want. We're not trying to tell people this is what you are to do. We're trying to tell people this is what the Bible says. And the Bible says that Jesus is that only way. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to declare who the Bible says Jesus is. John 14, 6 says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except for me, Jesus himself said that. Acts 4.12 says, there is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. So we have a responsibility to be out there telling people about Jesus. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the savior of the world. Our hope is in him. He is in a position of all authority. And so even though we, we wrestle not against just flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, he's reminding us, listen, I'm still above all that. In all authority, I'm the top person. He is the superior one. So, so that's a very big reason why we want to focus on Jesus, but a very big reason why we as a church want to point people to Jesus Christ. So the mission, the vision, the commission, or whatever else you want to really put in there about our responsibilities as Christians really comes down to the fact it's about Jesus. It's about Jesus. We've got to be telling people about Jesus because Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the only way to heaven. That's a very important message that we need to get out there. Secondly, this great commission of the Bible, the mission of the church It tells us that it's about people. It tells us that we are to go to people of all nations. Matthew 28, 19. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Bible commissions us to go to the nations of the world. And so we have a job to do. The mission of the church is to go into all the world. We're to preach the gospel to all the world. And even with this COVID situation that has closed down many churches, there are still many churches in our province that are still not open for service like we're having right here. They're all online. But because of that, the gospel message has also been getting out into all the world. Do you realize that you have people now watching this service today from other parts of the world? Other parts of the country are watching this church. They're watching you. So COVID has actually helped us to do a better job in reaching out beyond ourselves to reach out to our world. So the gospel of Jesus Christ, we need to remember, is for all nations, all cultures, all colors, all people. Jesus loves us all. And we really need to be careful of getting caught up in putting down other races or cultures because the Bible says we are all made in the image of God. We are his children. And so you best be careful if we start telling God you're picking on some of his kids because you might just hear his voice someday. What are you doing? You're talking to my kid. These are my children. We all are his children. We're all important to God. John three sixteen says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. The gospel is for the world. It's for all people, all cultures, all tribes, all nations. The gospel is for everybody. Everybody is to be included, no matter our race or our color. Jesus loves us all. And that's something the church really needs to be busy about talking about, about that the gospel is for everyone. It's not just for a certain few or a select few. The church is not to be some club or some elite group of people. It's to be, t- it's to be preaching a gospel that's for everybody, where everybody is welcome, where everybody's welcome to come, where everyone is recognized as important by God. That's part of our message. Every tribe, every nation, every culture, the gospel is for everybody. And so the church's responsibility is to be reaching out to everybody, everybody. And that's not just the the church's responsibility. It's also us as individuals, our responsibility, that God would help us to reach out to all the world, to all the peoples that are around us and tell them about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, I realize that, that some people may be better than others at sharing the gospel. Uh, there's some people, you know, they just like they can talk to anybody. And uh, those are great people to have in a church. We need more of those people that they're not shy. They just have a conversation with anybody and they just, you know, go ahead. And we need that. To me, that, that's really a, a sign of you have an evangelistic gift in your life that if you're a person that you know finds it very easy to talk with others, you can go up to a total stranger and just start with a conversation. To me, that's kind of showing that there's a gift of evangelism on you. But that's not to excuse the rest of us that maybe are saying, well, I'm a bit shy. You know, I, I don't like to do that. Uh, no, we still have the responsibility. We all have the responsibility to share the gospel and tell others about Jesus Christ. So that's something we need to remember. So the, the commission and mission of the church is about reaching out to people, all people, all nations, everyone. You know, there are no exclusions. We need to be reaching out to everybody. He calls us to reach out beyond ourselves to the world that is around us. And I just pray, God, help us to do that. Help us to do a better job that we might reach out and touch this world that we live in and even touch the world far and beyond. And so that's something we all are to do. We're to tell them about Jesus. We're, we're to teach them and, and help them to come to that place where they'll open up their hearts to Christ and experience Christ, make a confession of Christ. We're to lead them to uh, baptism, uh, where a person uh, comes before a congregation such as this, they give a testimony, or basically their, their baptism is a testimony in itself, because when they're baptized, what they're doing is they're saying, I have decided to follow Jesus Christ. And uh, throughout history, uh, that's often what happened when you uh, became, if you became a Jew, that was part of something, you you got baptized, became a Christian, you got baptized. And that baptism was to show and tell people that you have decided to follow Jesus Christ. And if you haven't been baptized, uh, please uh, let us know. We would love to have another baptismal service. And... uh, to do that safely as well. So if that is you, please let us know. But we need to remember something, the gospel is about people. And we need to be careful as we look at our world right now where racism is rampant and opinions are all over the map and it's ruining our love for people. We need to remember, people are important. Everybody is important to God. Let us not treat somebody less than another person, but may we love one another. That's our commission. That's our mission. It's about people. need to love on people. Then thirdly, this great commission and mission of the church is about teaching, educating people with the truth of the gospel. It says in verse 20, Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given you. So our mission as Christians is to educate people with the gospel, teaching people, by our words, by our actions, by our lifestyle, the ways of God. And that's, again, a responsibility that not just the church has, the corporate church, but also us as individuals have, that we're to be out there teaching others, sharing with others, that they might understand the gospel that much better. And so, again, another important responsibility, teach the way of God to others. And yes, churches need to lead, but you know what? It is the responsibility of each one of us. You read through the books of 1 and 2 Timothy. You read through the book of Titus, uh, other uh, of the New Testament especially, and it talks about that as the elderly men in the church, you need to be speaking to the younger men of the church. The elderly women of the church, you need to be speaking to the younger women of the church. And that keeps going down the line. There's always somebody that is younger than us. And we need to be sharing, teaching, encouraging, building one another up, and even right down to children. Well, if there's a child and a person that, you know, is a little bit older, you need to be encouraging that child. You become in the teenage years, man, there's a lot of kids behind you. You need to be speaking into their lives, getting involved that you can share with them. All of us have a job to do in reaching one another, encouraging one another, building one another up. And the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the apostle Paul, he, he speaks this way to Timothy. And uh, to me, that's a great little uh, passage of scripture, 1 Timothy 4.12. And he says, be an example to all believers in what you say and the way you live in your love, your faith, and your purity. So he kind of gives us five areas there that we as Christians can you know, encourage others and build others up in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We can do that by what we say, how we live our lives, our love for one another, our faith, and our purity. And uh, I I like the first part of that says, don't let anyone think less of you because you're young. And and sometimes, you know, we we believe that lie that, you know, well, I'm kind of young in the faith, or I'm too young. You know, I'm just a teenager, or I'm just, you know, I'm only 11 years old. What can I do for God? You just start to share. It doesn't matter how old you are. You share and begin to tell others about Jesus Christ to bring them into a greater knowledge of Christ. Lead by example, teach by example, be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. Practice what you preach. We've heard that before. You know, be prepared to give an answer for the faith that is inside you. So our mission is to teach the Bible. It's to encourage one another to follow and obey the commandments of God. We're not to be compromising. We're not to be watering down the gospel. We're not to be taking you know, a verse here and a verse there and you know, we kind of make our new little policy. No, we need to take the whole word of God. And the Bible says that there needs to be obedience to the word of God. And so that's very important that we teach people, listen, the Word of God is a very, very important book. You need to read that book. You need to study that book. You need to obey that book because it's very, very important for all of us. And for us here at this church, the Bible is our standard. It's not an opinion. It's not the latest fad of Christianity. It's, what, it's not about what we think is right or wrong. We're to teach what the Bible says. That's what God calls us to do, teach what the Bible says and obey it. So it's our mission as a church and as individuals to teach and educate people with the gospel. And then lastly, in this commission of the Bible, it talks about the mission, which is about the presence, the presence of God. See, we're to lead people to the presence of God where people would encounter and experience God for themselves, See, our Christian faith, it's real. It's an experience that, yes, it can be taught, but it's also an experience that actually can be felt inside as well. And Jesus is reminding us here to say, Look, I am with you always. My presence is with you wherever you go. And that's a wonderful encouragement to realize that His presence goes with us wherever we are. There's no hiding from his presence. Sometimes we think there is, but there isn't. The Lord says, no, I was there, I saw that. Yes, I am with you always. Matthew 28, 20, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So so we have a responsibility to tell people that our Jesus is real, that he is with us, that his presence is real, that it even can be felt. It's more than just a knowledge. It's something that we can experience. And we want to lead people to that place where people encounter and experience God. I've been really finding in counseling in these last four or five years, to if I can bring people to a place where they start to hear God for themselves, I don't have to worry about counsel then because they begin to hear it from God himself. They begin to respond and realize that, hold it, Jesus speaks to me too. And he does. He does. He speaks to all of us. He wants to speak to all of us. He wants to make his presence known to all of us. Sometimes we're just so busy and occupied in our minds that we don't take the time to just sit back and relax and just start to listen. Holy Spirit, what do you have to say to me today? Most times we end that with get up and we walk away instead of sitting there and waiting for a while and to keep praying and to keep seeking. We've been doing that on Sunday nights there. We have prayer tonight at 6.30 that you're welcome to join us in the fellowship hall. And we've been kind of practicing that a little bit more and just asking everybody, you know what? Why don't we just pray, Holy Spirit, what are you trying to say to us here tonight? What What are you trying to say here to our body? And we've really been finding it Very interesting and also very encouraging just watching how God begins to speak to people all around the room and they begin to share what God is saying. I love that. I really do. It's wonderful to see that. We are a church, we we, we don't want to be a church uh, that just tells you about Jesus. We want to be a church that leads you to experiencing Jesus and to experiencing the presence of God. That's one of the reasons why we. Worship as we do. A lot of people say, like, you guys worship a little bit different, or you guys really like to worship. You guys really like to sing. Well, we do that for a reason, and it's the reason is that we begin to experience him as we begin to sing and as we begin to worship him, and that's something that's very important. This is important with our worship team that they want to bring you to a place where you encounter God for yourself. See, we want to bring you to that place that you're hearing from God before I stand up here to speak. Hopefully what I say is just confirmation to what you already heard God say. That's what I hope is happening. But that's what God can do. He can speak into our own lives. Psalm 89:15 says, "Happier are those who hear the joyful call to worship, for they will walk in the light of your presence. Let me tell you, praise and worship is so important. It takes you into the presence of God. Sometimes that's why we don't feel the presence because we're not doing our job to praise and worship. And let me tell you something. If you think Sunday morning is enough of praise and worship and that, that little bit of time is enough, then you're missing it, friend. You need to be doing that every day. Take some time for praise and worship. You know, t- today we're blessed with all this technology. You know, we got these phones today that all your music can be just laid on there. You can play music at any time. in your car now, you can play that through your, your stereo system. You really don't have an excuse that we don't have times of praise and worship. Because you can play it anywhere. You can play it when you're walking or doing your exercises or whatever. Let me tell you, praise and worship, it's really important. It'll change your life. It'll bring you into the presence of God. And when you're in the presence of God, you start to encounter him and you experience him speaking in your life. God is saying, listen, I am with you always. And that's not because, you know, just because he's omnipresent, that he can be everywhere at the same time because he's God. That's one of his qualities. But no, that's not the reason. The reason is God wants to be with you. He wants to be with you. He wants to share his presence with you. He wants to encounter you. See, God is always wanting to encounter us with his presence. We just need to quiet ourselves down and recognize that and welcome him. Lord Jesus, you are welcome in my life. I welcome you. When you're going to sleep at night, Lord, I just welcome you in my sleep. I welcome your dreams. I welcome your visions. I welcome your presence, even as I lie down on my bed as I go to sleep at night. It makes a big difference, it really does. And that's part of our mission, to let people know that there is a God that is interested in them, and he wants to share his presence with them. And so this morning, these are just a, you know, a few verses, but you know what, these verses really do give us the direction Ready for any church. I don't care what church you are or what denomination you are. This is our commission. This is our mission. This is our vision. It's everything thrown in there is right in there. It really spells it out well. And we want to do a better job as a church. And we invite you as a congregation that is here today, those who are watching us online today or maybe listening to a podcast of us, we want you to be a part of it. Help us to be a part of what God is doing in these days. Help us to do a better job, and we're going to be putting in the next few weeks a box out there for suggestions that maybe you as the body of Christ right here, or those that are watching online that, you know, you can email us, message us uh, with some ideas uh, of what we can be doing as a church uh, to do a job better, and uh, that's something we're going to be doing here as well. We do want to hear from you because we really do want to make this the best church it can be but that all comes under the confines of God's commission of what he's telling us to do. And our job is to tell people it's about Jesus. It's about Jesus. There is no other way, friends. We gotta get that message out. There's no other way. There's no other savior in this world. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. We gotta talk about him. We need to be uh, focusing on people, all people. Not just one group. Sometimes we get caught up in that, oh, I'm going to minister to this culture or I'm going to uh, you know, minister to these th- type of people. God says our mission is for all people. There are no exclusions. Everyone is welcome in the kingdom of God. God extends that invitation. I died for the world. I didn't die for just some of you. I died for all of you. You are welcome to come. And he's welcoming you to come today. We want to be teaching the ways of God, doing a better job of getting information out, getting more maybe home groups established that we can do a better job of reaching everybody in this area. And we want to pursue the presence because in the presence, there's encounters. Belief happens. People come to faith. People realize that their faith really is real. People begin to encounter healing. People begin to encounter deliverance in His presence. That's the place I want to be, the best place to be. God speaks to you in those times. He really does. God brings healing in those times. God brings rejoicing in those times. They're beautiful times. They really are. But maybe you're, you're here today and you've been listening to that and Maybe you've been listening to us for a while. Maybe online, you've been listening to us for some time and you've been thinking about a lot of what we've been saying. And today we've been kind of sharing about some things that are important. Well, where do you stand with Jesus right now? Who is Jesus to you? Is he some distant person? Or is he a person that you can say, he's my Lord and my Savior? Well, maybe the first step for you today is to reach out to God and say, Jesus, I do receive you. I've known about you all my life, but I've never really welcomed you into my life. And today I want to welcome you into my life. And you can do that very simple little prayer. You know, there's no magical prayer. It's a prayer that comes from your heart, but a simple prayer like, Lord Jesus, I do believe in you. I welcome you into my life today. I ask you to come into my life and to forgive me of my sins. And to welcome me into your family today. And God, help me to serve you from this day forward. Amen. Give me a simple prayer or just something that comes from your heart. Because God does want to meet with you. It's about Jesus. It really is. Then, you know, get involved with a church. Get involved with a group of people that are hungry for God and want more of God. Get out to uh, join a, a church a church, a Bible-believing church. Uh, if you don't have a church, you're welcome to be a part of this family. We welcome any and everybody right here in this church, and we want you to be a part of that. We want to be family, family, praying for one another, caring for one another, lifting up one another, building up one another. We've got a job to do as a family. Sometimes we don't always do that job well. but well, we want to do that a better job. Let's be family. Let's work together. So Father God, I thank we have a great church here. I thank you for the people of this church. I thank you for the people that have been joining with us over these last months online, some of them from across the nation, even other parts, Lord, across the sea, across the ocean that have been watching and being a part of this, Father. God, I pray, help us as a church to be a better church. Help us, Lord, to be a better people. Help us, Lord, to to reach out even more. And Lord, that you would give us opportunities to do that and that, Lord, you know, sometimes, Lord, we are a bit shy. So God, just bring them right in our lap where he makes it easy that we start talking about you and sharing with people about you. Help us, Lord, to to love on people, and Lord, not to be caught up in the things of this world right now where so much hatred is out there, so much division is out there, so much racism is out there. God, help us to be a people that just love on people. Help us to be a people that make a difference. Help us, Lord, to be a people that draw other people to you, Jesus. Lord, we do want more of you. We want more of your presence, more of your presence. Lord, as I came into this church this morning, even before I came in, I just was getting requests for prayer. For prayer, we need healing. We need healing. God, we want to be a church where people are healed, where people are set free, where people are brought to repentance, where people are brought to faith in Jesus Christ. God, take us to a higher level. We want to see a higher level. We want to see people come to this church and leave healed. We want to see people come to this church or watch us online and they turn off that TV or whatever they're watching on and they're saved. They're delivered. They're set free. God, we pray for supernatural happenings to take place. We welcome that, Lord, in this place. You are welcome in this place, Lord, to do amazing things, That will even surprise us all, myself included. You are welcome in this place. I pray your blessing, Lord, over each one that has come today. I pray your blessing, Lord, over those that have joined us online today. And I just speak your healing over them today. I speak peace over them today. I break off that fear in Jesus' name. I break off excuses that you've been using that you might open up your heart fully to the Lord and hear his voice. Lord, I just speak that the voice of God would be heard by everyone in this building and on air, everyone that's been following us online, that Lord, they will hear the voice of God speaking to them today and that Lord, they'll know this is God. You've been waiting for a long time. God's been waiting for an even longer time. He's been waiting for you. He's been reaching out to you wanting to speak into your life, welcome Him. Welcome Him. And the Lord bless you today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.